Welcome to Winged and Rooted, blog number two, Existence Within the Black Hole. Once upon a time, I fell in love. I was 15 years old. I saw him from across the room. He caught my attention when he low-key tried to point me out to his friend. I was too mindless and young to understand at the time, but it did make me wonder about him. He was smart. He knew what he was doing. He told his friend about me that day because he knew that she shared a class with me and that she wouldn't be able to keep it to herself. She didn't, and so this, so his plan unfolded. Mind you, I didn't know about his plan until months later. We began passing notes quietly during history class, learning little things about each other, excitement building, then lunches together, then hanging out in between classes, then going to Bible study together. Then one night under the stars, he asked me out. Over the course of the next five years, we cultivated a childlike love for one another, a deep love that was playful, exciting, comforting, and rooted into our young hearts. It became who we were. We grew up, adapted to our changes, and fell deeper in loyal love as each year passed. We had our ups and downs as per usual. As I started college, we questioned whether our lives were still going in the same direction. We agreed that they weren't. Tried to call it quits, but our addiction to the home we had found in the hearts of one another brought us back. Our separation was very short-lived, and we continued our love through my years in college. Then, my sweet love, the boy I fell in love with, became a man before my eyes. He decided to join the army. My heart grew with pride, but also broke, knowing that our lives and our love once again were going to be tested. I watched as our lives changed when he signed those papers. Because of his test scores, he was honored, we should say, with a very dangerous job as an EOD tech. This is somebody who works with explosives, basically disarming them. Four years into our young love, shit got real. He was 20, I was 19. We were more in love than we had ever been and devoted as can be. And there in the army recruiting office, we sat in silent knowing that in a little over a year, he would be fully trained to dismantle bombs to save the lives of his comrades. He left for boot camp while I chugged away at my college classes, following my own dreams while he followed his. Our hearts still intertwined even among the distance between us. Letters came in and went out weekly, and in this time I truly believe that our devotion to one another was the deepest it had ever been. I watched as the course of my life changed to make room for his dreams and mine, and I watched as our young love turned into mature love as we took on this challenge together. When he graduated boot camp, our families drove across, across the country to watch him accept this new phase of existence, becoming a soldier for the U.S. Army. Wow, did I love this man. But damn, that uniform, <laughs> it does something. It really, really does something. Even now, I giggle at the thought of seeing him for the first time. Head shaved, ACUs on, looking sharp. That was my man. That was my man walking down the field. That was my man receiving his honors. That was my man getting down on one knee. And that was my man asking me to marry him. That was my man placing that ring on my finger. And that was my whole heart accepting him as my husband with every inch of my being, happily and without question. After that no moment, no matter the trials we faced, all the childish doubts and fears and questions we had had in the past that had ever existed within my heart, they all vanished. Just like that, I was going to marry this man and I was never, ever going to question whether it was right or wrong. The only question that would arise again was going to be, how can we work as a team for the betterment of our own union together?
And for about three years of our marriage, we did that. We were a team, a solid team. He was my love, and I was devoted to him as he served our country. And he was devoted to me. We were so happy exploring our country together as we moved around, drove from coast to coast, and lived a life of love and adventure. During this time, we faced something that very few people have to experience, a deployment. I watched as he packed his things. I watched as he put on his deployment ACUs. I watched as he bought all the necessary equipment. And I watched as my husband, my gentle, kind, loving, silly-to-no-end best friend, got on a blue bus and drove away. For the next six months, we experienced war together, yet on opposite sides of the country. Scratch that, on opposite sides of the world. My husband experienced war with his eyes, his hands, his mind, his whole being. I experienced the war within that came forward every time I was faced with the realities that my other half was experiencing. What a funny term, other half. What an implication to be only half of a whole. But in this time in my life, I know for him too, we were only half present. We were only half alive. We really were only half. I will never forget what it felt like to embrace him for the first time again after that. I will never forget how after six months of separation and very sparse communication, what it was like meeting him for the first time again. I will never forget what it felt like to sit across from this new human. And I will never forget what this realization felt like to realize that we were new humans. We were not the same. But nonetheless, our love was still burning. And over the course of the next year, we went through some difficult times as our differentness became very apparent. Our love survived and suddenly it was time for him to leave the army. He was done and we were finally done with this chapter and both so excited to go home, to go back to our normal lives, whatever that means. I was so excited to go back to my dream job and for it to finally be my turn to follow my dreams. We had made it to the finish line in a sense and now we could, we could live our civilian lives in peace, right? Right? <laughs> After our year of struggle, surely this was the break we needed to find peace again in our hearts and in our love. We were so ready, mentally. We were just so ready to wash our hands of that and move on. But in every other aspect, we were not ready. In all the ways we didn't know any better about, we were not ready. And over the course of our final two years together, everything fell apart. Every inch of the beautiful painting we had painted together and viewed as our future together burned and turned to ash. And we watched in desperation, confusion, and anger as it blew away into the abyss. Obviously, there is so much more to this, but please understand that I just fit 10 years of the greatest love I have ever known into two pages of a Word document, and I have cried five times recollecting these moments for you. I read somewhere once that, that the spiritual life is not a choice, but the only thing left when you run out of choices. Part of this resonates as the highest truth for me. I watched as my life went from living, breathing color, children, a promising career for the both of us, homeowning, sunny California, life with one, my one and only, to black, to nothing but black. A literal black hole where not even imagination could exist, just floating, death, 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 death and death and no rebirth, not yet. 
Imagine for a moment that you are in a very, very dark room, the darkest room, where there is no difference in having your eyes open or closed, or it is more comforting to have your eyes closed because the actual darkness scares you. You can't even see your own hand in front of your face. The darkness is discombobulating. You're not even sure where your body starts and ends, and you didn't realize just how much you even relied on your vision in the first place. Nothing exists but the blackness. You don't know where the fuck you are, and you don't know how long you're going to be there. You fiddled around in sheer panic trying to find an escape in pitch black darkness, but you can't even find walls to catch your balance on. Do you feel the despair? Do you feel that fear? Do you feel the hopelessness in that? Now imagine that suddenly, just as you are about to lose your fucking mind, a candle gets lit. Just one candle. It's so far away, but it is the only thing that you've seen and you don't even know how long. What do you do? You fucking run to it. That's what you fucking do. And as you run to it, it expands. It grows bigger and bigger. Suddenly you realize that it was not a candle. It was a bonfire. And you keep running. Suddenly you feel the warmth for the first time in this dark abyss. Now, not only do you feel warmth, but the light from the bonfire shows you little glimpses of what exists around you. You look around, your vision blurry still from becoming accustomed to darkness, but at least now you can see shapes. And as you blink and you adjust your eyes, you let the warmth settle into your being, warming you from the inside out. Your eyes adjust a little bit more and you see tools around you, a torch. Now you can light your torch and forge a path out of this madness. You light your torch and you head back to the darkness to find your way for you find your way out for good. This, this is the spiritual journey. The darkness is the death of all that I thought was mine, the death of the life I thought I would have, the death of the love that I thought was eternal. The flame, the tool that lights your path out of that darkness, that is the spiritual journey that was placed in front of me. The warmth is the hope faith, and even excitement that came with this exploration and liberation of the darkness. Sometimes that darkness lasts for weeks, for months, sometimes for years, and for some of us, we never find our way out. Eyes closed so tightly out of fear that they don't even give themselves the chance to see the light. My spiritual journey began because it was the only light. It was the only way to go, and I have never looked back. When in your life have you felt this black hole swallow up all that you knew? Has your candle lit yet?